You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. If you walk into almost any Catholic church in the world, you'll see at least statues of Mary and Joseph, if no one else. Why is that? You know, it's amazing the way that those two have captured the imaginations of Catholics through the ages, considering how little they said. As many of you know, for his part, Joseph's utterly silent in the scriptures. You know, he acts, we see different things that he does, but he has nothing to say about it. Mary speaks on four occasions. I'd quiz you guys, but it might take a while. So the Annunciation, when she receives the word of the angel. The Visitation, when she visits Elizabeth. Um, when she reprimands Jesus, when she finds him in the temple. And then finally, uh, at the wedding of Cana, she tells, when she tells Jesus what to do. So that's not a lot to go on, though. You know, and... and only one of those episodes breaks up that 30, 30 years of almost total silence that we don't know anything about what Mary and Joseph and Jesus were doing. Yet I think perhaps it is that silence that we find so profound. The idea of the sort of humble and quiet joy of the Holy Family that cuts through the pomp of the world in every age and every culture. To think that God himself lived a quiet, um, rather poor life with his parents and cousins for 30 years in a town of 200. So quiet and humble that even those in his own town had no clue of his true identity and, and denied him when he came to preach there. I was working on a youth ranch a few years ago in, in Wyoming, and we had the opportunity to go to daily mass up the road with a group of Carmelite monks at their monastery. And they were cloistered, so we didn't really get to know them all that well. Uh, we just got to experience Mass with them. And they didn't preach that often because they lived together, so they didn't really have anything to say to each other. But at great feasts, they would. You know, one of the priests would, would preach. And I got to be there for the Feast of the Holy Family. And so he got up and he says, As we know, brothers, the great... So work of our community here is to live the secret life of the Holy Family together. To love each other perfectly and quietly and to look in silent wonder upon Jesus who has chosen to live with us. And that's kind of the story of the gospel today. You know, Joseph and Mary bring Jesus into the temple and immediately these amazing things happen. Simeon, who's been waiting for the Messiah and told from the Lord that he would know the Messiah, immediately recognizes Jesus and says, all right, Lord, now I can go. Now my life can end. Here he is. And then Anna comes up and tells everyone who's willing to listen that this is the Messiah who's come for the redemption of Jerusalem. And Simeon also tells Mary that she's going to suffer terribly and turmoil as being the mother of the Messiah. Just incredible things to hear. And the only thing we hear about Joseph and Mary from this whole scene, they don't say anything, it just says 
child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And then what do they do? Well, they just go back to Nazareth and raise him. And I want to suggest today that what, what the Lord is telling us through this is that the things that happen you know, behind the wall of a monastery or in your home, uh, the things that no one's ever going to see, the things that are happening on the streets of Missoula amongst the homeless are of much higher consequence in eternity than the sort of perpetual power grasp that we see on the news. That the home, the monastery, the convent, the streets, that that's where the action actually is. And that's the reason I think we can get so easily discouraged when, when we pay attention to the world stage, is that the very people who care about drawing attention to what they're doing aren't confident that those things are worth doing, and they're often not worth doing, which is why they want the attention. So look at it this way. So Mother Teresa, why did she capture the attention of the world, Christian and non-Christian? Why did St. Therese of Lisieux, why did the story of a soul, a simple book written by a 24-year-old woman, why is that through the ages one of the great spiritual works? Why do we love it so much? Well, we look at Mother Teresa. She, she goes out on the streets and starts caring for the poorest people in the world. Doesn't care if anyone's paying attention to her. And then someone points a camera at her and she just refuses to care that the camera is pointed at her and just keeps doing what she's doing. And all the sisters with her do the same. And so, it, for a while, we got this incredible insight into real selfless love in action. Uh, what it looks like when someone's doing something worth doing and not caring that anyone's watching. And with St. Therese, the story of a soul sort of gave this insight into the silent and beautiful and powerful life that literally millions of women have lived over the past 2,000 years. Doing these amazing, heroic, small acts for one another and just not caring about any recognition for those deeds. Just doing them for God and their neighbor. Not for the world. The silent and profound witness of the Holy Family and their life in Nazareth is a reminder to us that God just cares more about your family than he cares about the world stage. That your incredible effort uh, to raise your children, uh, those selfless acts that no one is ever going to see and they're never going to be written in the history books, or perhaps the silent and lonely but profound suffering of parents when they lose a child or a husband or wife when they lose a spouse, that those are what matter. That the homeless man on the streets who gives a little bit to his homeless buddy because he's just in a little more need than him in that moment, or sits with his friend as they, as they die on the streets. Yet those acts of love matter infinitely more in eternity than, I would say, a presidential election. The living out of our vocations matters that much. In heaven, I would suggest that, that the saints talk much more about the efforts of a single mother who's just finished her second shift of the day and decides to play with her daughter instead of turn on the TV. 
They, they talk way more about that than they'd ever talk about you know, U.S.-China foreign, foreign policy. That's just not part of the conversation in heaven. So let the Holy Family show you uh, and remind you of the dignity of your vocation, the profound nature of that daily work, that selfless love that's never going to be seen by the world. Uh, but the Lord sees it. That's uh, why he put us here, and that's what truly matters. Thank you for listening to Father Kirby Longo's homilies. To support the work of Mountain Catholic, please visit paypal.me slash mtncatholic.